WVON is proud to present Her Win Trust, helping women make money moves. This exclusive weekly feature during the Perry Small Show is brought to you by Chicago's Bank, Wintrust Financial. All righty then, it is 1141 on the talk of Chicago, 1690 WBON. And I am so excited because I get to do her wind trust just one day earlier. You know, tomorrow is the Juneteenth uh, celebrate, well, not the celebration, the um, commemoration here on WBON. And uh, so we moved her wind trust to today. What makes this so exciting today is that our guest made her life happen for her. She had a dream, and nothing and no one was going to keep her from being the creative person that she knows she is. And many times, most of us, men and women, we get so caught up in the day-to-day grind of making money and providing a roof over your head and making sure the kid's all right, that we let our dreams just go by the wayside. Some of the happiest people that I've ever met are people that are living their dreams. And if they make a whole lot of money, great. And if they don't, they're still happy. Joining me on the live line is Alicia Shines. Uh, she is the owner of Cali Publishing Company, and she's been a published author since 2012 with her first book, book of short stories. With the publishing of her fourth book, Dangerous Commitments, she launched Cali Publishing Company to assist other aspirant, uh, aspiring authors fulfill their dreams of becoming published authors. As a mother and an educator, she is determined to pour into the lives of all through words and encouraging experience. It's a pleasure to meet you, Alicia. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing fine. So, oh my goodness, you! why did you start your own publishing company? Oh, I wanted to get into publishing. I went through the channels of doing letters and trying to get into a major publishing company, but those were, like, very intimidating, and really, they would take a lot of your royalties. So I knew that once I write or wrote something, I wanted to own everything. So mm-hmm. in doing that, I would have other friends short stories or this poems in, and poems in a notebook, or I started a book, and I really don't know what to do. So I was like, you know, I went through the process of uploading my books through Amazon, the trials and errors of many years, and I think I perfected that. Let me help everyone else fulfill their dreams of becoming a published author. So many of us have that dream, and we don't know how to fulfill it. So that's why I started Cali Publishing, to make sure that if anyone has a notebook full of poems, just sitting that they've been writing for years, that you can actually publish it. It's a very simple process. So what was it, when did you know that you wanted to be a published author? It, was this something, were you a writer, you know, and, and, and journaler? Did you journal and all of that? So have you always had this love for words? I have. Um, in grammar school, I used to write in like our church plays, and I would always write. I was always writing. So I would write short stories and share them with my friends, and they were, like, telling me they were really good. So I looked into the process of publishing it. 
I just really wanted to share, like, my stories with the world. I was very inspired by, like, Toni Morrison. She's my, fav- my favorite author. Who's your so favorite just, author? Toni Morrison. Okay, Toni Morrison. Okay. Yeah. So I just really wanted to be a writer. Um, just share my stories with the world. I, you know, I write about everyday experiences. I write about love. I write about romance. I write about family. And those are experiences that we all, you know, we all have those. So I just wanted to share my, my stories with the world. No, I don't have any experiences with love I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, this sounds amazing. So with this with this publishing company that you started, Callie, mm-hmm. did, it, did it entail you to have to have a lot of capital to able to be able to start Cali publishing? Absolutely not. So really what I do is that I help authors go through the self publishing process. So I help them with uploading their books to Amazon, to Google, to iBooks. And I help them with editing, line formatting. That's the things that I do. So I want every author to own their own royalty. So I just basically do consulting work and do like the hard work for them. I let them be creative. I do the editing and I do the uploading for them. So, so there's really no capital at all. Okay, so it took no capital. And and see, this is a lesson learned because right now, I I know that as we're going through the coronavirus and we're still kind of hunkering down, that mm-hmm. I knew that there would be some creativity that would come from all of this with the coronavirus and the unrest and all of that sort of thing. And I'm sure that there are many people out there that have found the time to now, after all of this hustle and bustle, to um, to create the and and to write um, these books. I, look, everybody wants to write the great American novel, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I listen. I want to do that so bad, but I'm just lazy. Uh, I can write. Have mm-hmm. you seen more interest in your publishing company? I, I'm sure you will after this interview. <laughs> I, I know you will. More interest? Have people, you know, finally completed their manuscripts or anything else? Have I mean, have you been busy? I have been busy. I have people who have, you know, found me on Facebook or Instagram and like, you know, I started this book and because of you, I'm, I'm trying to finish it. So I'm like really helping people get that. This is the perfect time. Quarantine is the perfect time to start or finish. And it took me years to write a book. I just started to, like, write a little bit every day. So I just tell aspiring authors, like, if you could just set a time, maybe 20, 30 minutes every day and keep that schedule, then you'll be able to finish a book. Because you have to, if that's your dream, you have to work at it every single day. So this is what I find interesting, is that um, you also do the editing. You know, everybody can't write. You know, you have to have a real eye for this. One of the things they have me do around here when we're sending out any, um, any, you know, materials, they always say, let Perry kind of look at it. And because Mm -hmm. editing is, is really difficult. Uh, And if you don't have a background in like using the AP book, of how to mm-hmm. you know how to write um, a title, whether it should be caps or not, it it can be a problem. So where did you get your training? 
My major is in English, and I was an English teacher for several years, so I'm very experienced with editing. And I tell people, like, don't really worry about that part. I just want you to be creative and get your ideas on the paper, mm-hmm. and I, I will do that part for you. Okay. So most of the time when we just write, we just freelance. You know, we're not worried about grammar and punctuation, and that's what creatives need to do. So that's why I take the burden of editing off of aspiring authors' plate. But they also have to have an idea that you – Listen, you have to be in tune to what they're trying to convey in the story. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, what for someone that wants to start, what's the first thing that you're going to tell them to do? Do I write notes first? Do I have a table of content that I want to deal with? What's the first thing that I should do to get ready to write this book? Well, everyone's process is totally different, and my process is probably very unconventional. I just sit at a computer and I write. I don't outline anything. I just feel like the ideas come to my head. I tell everybody, like, I have a Beyonce Sasha Fierce experience. Oh. I start writing, uh-huh. and then I look back like, oh, wow, that's really good. Even now, reading my books from years ago, that's really good. I don't remember writing it. But it's just that out-of-body experience that I have. So what I just tell people is that if you have an idea, just flesh out your idea. Like, if you okay. have a story that you want to tell, just say, like, this is the idea that I have for the story. This is the type of character that I want to portray. And just start from there, and the story will just come. Some people need to outline chapters. Some people need to flesh out characters and how they look. Like, everyone's process is different. So I get to know the author and ask them, like, what do you think your writing process is? And just walk them through the developmental editing of that, fleshing out that story, tell them about setting and scenery and plot and how your characters need to be dynamic characters. Okay. So that's the kind of, that's the part that um, takes a lot of time for a lot of authors, mm-hmm. but I really just tell people, just write. I wake up in, at 2 in the morning and pull out my phone and just send myself an email of something that came into my head. Mm-hmm. So if, anytime I have an idea, I just try to write it down. So where do you get all of this confidence, Alicia? I mean, you said that when you were a kid, you were, you know, writing the church plays and that sort of thing. But you've got a little something. I'm feeling a little something extra from well, you. Thank you. I, no, I, I am. And and it, and it feels like a level of confidence. There have been so, and let's say be specific, women who mm-hmm. have, life has beaten them down so much. Mm-hmm. Or they feel that. I mean, they feel that life has beaten them down. Instead of counting the blessings, it doesn't sound like you are going to let anybody or anything keep you from doing what Alicia wants to do? Absolutely. Like, like I've always had tenacity. My mother would always tell me that, like, no matter what you want to do, you put your mind to it and you do it. Um, I just feel like I have to be able to sleep at night and I have to be able to look at the woman in the mirror and be okay with her. So I do a lot of work on myself. Um, I have three children. I just really want them to be proud of me. And I just really try to live by gratitude. You said that. Like, I just try to count my blessings. Um, We are all alive. We haven't been affected by coronavirus. Like, that in itself is a blessing. So I just try to look at every day as a new experience. Forgive myself. I try to tell people to be kind to yourself. You are your most important asset. So we have to take care of ourselves, especially as mothers, as all of the roles that we take on. We just have to start to take time for ourselves. So I learned that the hard way after going through heartache and mental breakdowns, I learned that I have to take care of myself first 
fill myself up so that I can pour into everyone else. All right. So what kind of people are you drawn to, Alicia? I am just drawn to anybody who is full of life and positivity. And there are some times we all get down. And I know that we need to be that picker-upper for other people. So as long as anybody have a positive out- outlook on life, um, they love themselves, those are the people that I'm looking to work with. You know, not everyone is going to write that great American novel. I'm not even really sure how my books are selling on Amazon, but I write for me. And I just hope that everyone else loves what I write. So um, through your journey, mm-hmm. did you have to let some people go? And and just kind of kick them to the curb out of your life? Yes. um, I really don't listen to naysayers. And because of the type of person that I am, I really don't have naysayers around me. Everyone in my family, all of my friends are super, super supportive and encouraging. So I try to surround myself with that so that I don't have to discard people in my life. And if I do, I just take it as a lesson. Try to figure out what I did wrong in that situation. And write it in a book. Absolutely, because if you wrong an author, you will never die. You will live infamously in the pages of my book. Okay. Like I said, you're so positive. So what do people do in order to um, get the services that you do? At first, tell, tell, I don't know, I don't know if I, I remember if you said that. What are the services that you provide for um, people and let's start there. So I provide editing. So I provide developmental editing, which is basically helping them flush out their ideas and start the writing process. I provide line editing once they're done with the book or the main script, a book of poems. After that, I also help them with the uploading process uh, for Amazon or iBooks or however they want to, be it an ebook or be it a paperback book. And everybody can go to my website, Cali Publishing. It's C A L L I E publishing.com all of my services are on the website and i am more than happy to do that i also have someone that i work with who's an amazing graphic artist so we do book covers websites logo designs commercials anything that you want to advertise your book afterwards like i can help you with that as well and you're real good in social media so which is probably the biggest thing that you need to do right yes so on instagram i'm kelly pub co t-o-b-c-o and on Facebook, I am author Isis, Cali Publishing Company. So how does Cali make money? When I find clients. So uh-huh. I just recently just uploaded a book of short stories and poems for a new client on Monday. Mm-hmm. So that's how I get paid. Once the work is done, then the uploading process is done, and I find clients, that's how I get paid. So basically, word of mouth, um, when people... Uh, start advertising their books on Facebook and Instagram. That's how I'm getting my clients. Is this all you do or do you have a, I mean, is this your day (laughs) job or do you have other streams of income? I'm actually an assistant principal at Innovations High School. Oh my God. It's an amazing (laughs) high school. We just graduated 208 students yesterday at Soldier Field. We had an amazing graduation. So that's my day job, and then being a mom of three, okay. that's, that's my real job. Being a mom is my real job, I tell everybody. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, I get that. But, see, this is what I wanted to get to. You love what you do. Mm-hmm. I, you sound like you love teaching. Um, yes. My mother was an English teacher, an English teacher extraordinaire. I minored in English. Um, yes. 
in college, so I'm definitely my mother's child. <laughs> and you were able to do what you love, be a, 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 be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, well, I have all these skills. And, you know, I, you said something that is stuck in my head. You said, I want my children to be proud of me. Yes. Why is that so important to you? Because I want them to believe that anything is possible. And in order for them to believe that, I have to walk it. I have to be that example for them. So going to school, and I had my son in college when everyone thought that I should have dropped out. Wow. I wanted to, like, no, I can, this, I can finish. I can do this and get my master's. And I walked across the stage at nine months pregnant with my, with my daughter. She's my last child. So I just feel like you have to make sure that you are the walking example for your children. I mean, you could have, um, oh, my goodness. I mean, this could have went completely different. You would not have had this type of of life had those naysayers that you were talking about um, convinced you you just should go, just go on home. Because, listen, there were a whole bunch of girls uh, when I was in college that um, dropped out because they were pregnant, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know where their lives were, but the ones that I do know that stayed are living very successful lives. And if there's anything you can tell um, that girl when you were, what, 19 and pregnant, what what would you yeah. say to Alicia at 19? Just keep going. Go harder. I would tell myself to go harder. I don't think I went hard enough. Um, I, I waited after uh, I graduated maybe two years to go to my master's. I just would have kept going. I wouldn't have taken that time off. I surrounded myself with some amazing friends in college who would watch my phone while I went to class and um, my husband was there, so, you know, we just pulled it together. I just always feel like everything is going to work out in the end. I don't even worry about how things are going to happen. I just say, hey, this is going to happen, and I'll figure it out. I don't I don't look at things as a negative aspect. Things are always going to work out in the end. If you have that mindset, if you have that positivity, and you surround yourself with an amazing tribe. So I've always had people like my mother, my friends from college, my cousins, my, my two brothers. Like I've always had people who have been in my life that have been so super supportive. So it's not just me. Like I have a whole village behind me that makes this possible. But what about people who don't have that village, who don't have that mm-hmm. kind of support? What advice would you give them? You know, I would just say deep, dig deep. Everything that you really need is inside of you everything that you need so if you need to motivate yourself if you need to look in the mirror and and motivate yourself then that's what you need to do you can do it anything that you do and i know it's so cliche that people say whatever you set your mind to you can do but it's absolutely true you You really believe that you really believe that i am a walking testament of doing whatever i can to make things happen so do you have any mentors or i mean do you have um, some some good girlfriends that you can call anytime, day or night, uh, to vent or to ask their advice. I mean, who who are these people? Oh my life? gosh! Like my family, my family is so amazing. Like I have my two cousins, Tracy and Nikki. They're like my bookends. My two younger brothers, Dominic and Stephen. Like we just have this really really close knit family, and I can call them at two three in the morning and vent and cry and. You know, but at the end, they always tell me, okay, you got this. You got this. We always tell each other, you got this. Mm -hmm. You're going through, we all go through trials, but you got this. 
Um, my mom passed away of breast cancer four years ago, but even when she was so sick, she kept she was worried about me. And I'm like, Mom, you have cancer. She was just so worried about making sure that I was okay. So I lean on her strength. I, like you said, you're your mother's child. I'm my mother's child, you know. Mm. I have tons of grandparents and grandmothers on the other side and ancestors who are pushing me to be the best. So not only can I not let my children down, I have a long ancestry of amazing and strong women that I have to pull energy from every day to do this. Because it gets tough. It gets tough. I have so many hats that I wear, but I have to always remember that all the women before me were able to pull off impossible things, and I need to be that example for the next generation. That is awesome. So tell me, you have two boys or two girls or one boy? I have two boys, Jaden. Um, he's 16, Jonathan is 13, and my daughter, Jayla, is 10. Wow, you have your hands full. Yes. <laughs> I want to ask you, what has it been like for you um, because you're an assistant principal, I'm sure you still have a, a lot of um, responsibilities uh, being an assistant principal. How's it going with um, keeping the kids uh, on on point with their education, your children? Oh, remote learning I kind of turned everyone's house upside down. Um, and I have amazingly smart children, like my son is in AP classes, but it was hard motivating them to turn on the laptop or turn on their iPad and do work. Really? Um, Yes. And I would tell people, you know, they were like, oh, my student isn't doing this. Like, my son who has honors and AP classes did not want to roll over and turn on his iPad to do work. Um, It was very, it was shocking for our students. It was traumatic. They went through a traumatic experience um, having to be in a house and not having a socialization of their friends. And they really felt like they weren't learning anything. And because as remote learning, we all had to learn as we go. The educators, none of us really know what's going to happen. So the way I just motivated them was like, just do it. Because and when you look back, you don't want to say that I failed this quarter. Like, just do the best that you can. So I just had to motivate them every day. Like, just do the best that you can and do what you can. Because sometimes we don't feel like doing anything. Yeah, Alicia Shines, you are amazing. Give the information uh, again where people can contact you uh, uh, through about Cali Publishing. Yeah, so the website is just calipublishing.com with a C, and on Instagram, I'm at Cali Pub Co. All right, then. And thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. Thank oh, you so much. No, I, I really enjoyed you. And uh, I listen, when you were talking about those old kids you have, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know how she's doing it. But congratulations. Congratulations. Job well done. I mean, with your life thank and you. your, your outlook, you're just a, a, a breath of fresh air.